Release date September 30th, 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Joey. And I'm Mason. Welcome to another episode of TBD Sportscast College Football. This episode entitled Week 5 because we're going to be talking about the Week 5 games. Going ahead and getting right into it. Our game of the week. And Joey, why don't you tell the folks what our game of the week is? Uh, well, I'm kind of scared. Uh, scared again? You're scared again? I'm scared, bro. It's it's Clemson versus NC State at Clemson in Death Valley. Y'all, this is going to be tough. This is going to be rough. But, you know, all I can think about is this brings me back to the good old days when Louisville and Lamar Jackson came into Death Valley with high hopes of taking down the Clemson Tigers. And you know what? Deshaun Watson and the Clemson defense did not allow that. And, you know, I feel like this is going to be another one of those games. And you know what? I got to say that Clemson might be the only team this season with two of the best games of the season in all its college football this season uh, with, you know, Wake Forest last week and then NC State this weekend. It's going to be tough, bro. I mean, coming off of last season with NC State having that ridiculous, ridiculous overtime win that shouldn't have even happened. Um, you know, I think there's a little bit of a chip on our shoulder. And, you know, with the fans behind them, I'm pretty sure the game is is sold out already. Um, I think that, you know, there's going to be great game, great defensive game. And, you know, all it takes is stopping that NC State offense. NC State not playing too great this season, but, you know, still up there in the rankings. And, you know, Clemson, as we've discussed before, maybe not the best their offense has ever done, but, you know, defense hasn't gotten anywhere. Hopefully players are coming back uh, from injury, and hopefully that defense is not as young as it was against Wake Forest. So who's your pick? Oh, you know, I, I have to pick Clemson, dude. Like, there's not there's not a moment in my life where I do not pick Clemson to win a game. Um, but, you know, it's going to be one of those tough games. I really do think so. Yeah, this is still a hard one to pick. But ultimately, I think last year, NC State got off easy, being that the game was at NC State with the home field advantage and taking advantage of a Clemson team with a god-awful O-line. Uh, and like I said, you know, last episode on Tuesday – it looked, you know, Clemson's offense looked promising. So this is definitely a hard one to make. Everybody doubted NC State last year, but you know what? NC State came out and did it. So this is a really hard pick, but I think with that being said, just the way NC State's looking this year, man, I'm going to go with Clemson. Uno reverse every week, bro. Got to hit you with it. We're doing it early today. But no, I... They struggle with ECU, dude. NC State struggled with ECU. Came out the next week and beat beat down on a cupcake. Uh, they looked okay. Still allowed UConn to score ten points on them last week, uh, and you know, Clemson probably wouldn't have allowed them to score any points. I, I think it's going to be battle of the defenses coming down with it. If if Clemson's offense shows up and Uyagalale has a great game, then yeah, Clemson will definitely win this game. And I and I and I see what that's what's going to happen. I don't see NC State taking this, especially with it being at Death Valley in Clemson, because Clemson's Death Valley, like LSU's Death Valley, and I'm not saying which one's better. I'm just saying they're both super hostile. They're super hostile environments. It's hard to play. And I will say this too, and this is something I've I think I've said while watching every Clemson game this season, and that is, whenever DJ is not doing something good. I'm always yelling, put in Cade, just put in Cade. But, you know, DJ, you know, had a great game last week. 
Uh, and, you know, he had a few plays where I, I did yell putting Cade. But, <laughs> um, you know, hopefully, like you said, he, he shows up and shows out. And I, I think that it being at Clemson, it's going to be one of those one of those moments, one of those days. Yeah, and I completely agree with that. And I just love how on the ESPN FPI is a lot of times just so different from Vegas. The FBI is giving Clemson an 83.5% chance to win this game, but Vegas is saying it's going to be a seven-point win. So, <laughs> I, and I, and that's probably true. It probably will be by seven points. I think it's going to be close. I just don't. Th- I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I probably see Clemson by at least ten. That's that's what I'm thinking. But moving on now. We're going to get into our big week five games coming into week five. Our first game is actually tonight, Friday. We got 15 Washington at UCLA at 1030 p.m. This is a big game, I feel like, because these are two teams in the Pac-12 that are undefeated. So somebody, of course, is coming out of this game with a loss. Uh, UCLA looking okay, I guess. Not, Not great, not good, not bad. But Washington got a got a win over a ranked team in Michigan State. Still looking pretty good. Uh, coming off a win against Colorado, coming off a win against Stanford, forty to twenty-two. UCLA coming off a win against Colorado, forty-five to seventeen. This is going to be an interesting one. But I still think that Washington's going to come out with this. I don't see UCLA taking this, even though it's at UCLA, because UCLA also has no fans. It's not a hostile environment. It's basically like playing at a tennis match because everybody's so quiet. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I feel like whenever UCLA is put into the position of having to play a big game like these, this game, um, you know, they never they never play well. Um, you know, they're trying to prove themselves and they never prove themselves. Uh, I do have to pick Washington because, like you said, it's not even a hostile environment. Uh, you know, UCLA has nothing going for them really right now, uh, other than you know, yeah, they played some some good games, but against who? Um, meanwhile, Washington, you know, beat down on Michigan State. So, um, yeah, I got I to gotta pick Washington here. And you're forgetting something. What am I forgetting? One name. Michael Penix Jr. Yeah. He, he's going to be the reason that Washington will be down on UCLA. Also, don't forget, this is the same place where Jake Hayner and the Fresno State Bulldogs came in last year and beat UCLA at home. This is this is going to be an easy game. I do not think UCLA even really has a chance. But moving on now to Saturday, there's our only I mean there's some Friday games, but that's the only one we're talking about. It's tonight 10:30. But moving on to tomorrow, Saturday, our first game we're talking about. This is going to be an interesting one and kind of hard to pick. Some of these games we got on here are going to be a little bit difficult to pick. So bear with us as we make our picks. Number 7 Kentucky at number 14 Ole Miss at 12 p.m. Uh, I picked first on the last one, so it's your turn. This game is very tough. Uh, you know, you got a great head coach at Ole Miss and a great head coach at Kentucky. You know, you got a good, you got a great team at Kentucky and a great, uh, you got a good team at Ole Miss. You know, not having the kind, the type of gameplay they had last season, but you know, they're still playing up to standards. Um, you know, th- this is a really hard one, and it's at Ole Miss. Um, and, you know, I don't think Kentucky can win out the entire season, but I don't know if this is going to be the game that Kentucky loses. Um, Kentucky, I feel like, has a good enough defense to hold up the Ole Miss offense. And while Ole Miss doesn't really 
really have a defense to hold up the Kentucky offense, I feel like. So I feel like Kentucky's going to win this. Yeah, that's a really good pick, and this is a hard one to make. So for me, I'm going to have to look at stats here. Uh, you know, last week, I think people were dogging on Kentucky because they only beat Northern Illinois by eight points. Uh, same thing with Ole Miss, only beat Tulsa by eight points, too. So I... It's difficult because in the week before that, you know, Kentucky beat Youngstown by 31 and Ole Miss beat Georgia Tech by 42. So, you know, last week, these could, these two could have been trap games. This could be, you know, we don't know. I think both these teams were probably looking forward to this game last week, not looking at their, you know, you know, quote unquote cupcake games. But uh, this is so difficult. Will Levis, 1,185 yards. Jay Dart, 697. Will Levis has twice the touchdowns as Jackson Dart. Uh, rushing yards pretty much even, receiving yards pretty much even in their in their leaders. Uh, this is difficult, but I think for the sake of my record, I'm probably going to go against you, and I'm going to pick Ole Miss to win this game. I'm I'm a Lane Kiffin fan. I love the guy. I think he's hilarious. He's a great coach. Um, they love him in Oxford, and I love him from South Carolina. Uh, I'm going to go with Ole Miss for this game. That's fair. I mean, that's that's very fair. I feel like it's just. I feel like it really just comes down to whose defense decides to show up here. Yeah, and it is it is uh, in Oxford, so I think the Rebels will be ready to take on the Wildcats. It's going to be an interesting game. Uh, they're both undefeated. This is another undefeated matchup in the SEC. So if Ole Miss want to show that they're you know that they're on the what's up, then they're going to have to win this game, especially if they want to try to get prove that they can beat Bama at least with the eye test. But yeah, I got Ole Miss. You got Kentucky. Moving on to the next game, and this is one. Uh, this one's kind of hard. Texas Tech at number 25, Kansas State at 12 p.m. Uh, you had to go first and last one, so I guess it's my turn. This is a really difficult pick just because at least it's not in Texas Tech, so that gives Kansas State a little bit more. We've seen what Kansas State can do, but we've also seen what they can't do. Last week before they played Oklahoma, they lost to Tulane by a touchdown. The next weekend, they beat Oklahoma, the number seven team in the country, by a touchdown. So I I honestly I don't I don't know what's going to happen here, dude. This is a tough pick. Uh, Kansas State's got a 68.8% chance to win this, uh, but Vegas is only calling for eight points. This is going to be tough. Uh, they're both three and one. Ooh, but A. Martinez, man, he's good. He's good. This is tough. I'm going to say Texas Tech. I'm not, I'm not, not, ooh, I know you wanted me to pick because I knew you were going to pick Texas Tech too, but I'm not confident in K-State. I really wanted to pick K-State. I, I wish I would have picked them last week, but yeah, I'm going Texas Tech. Dang it. You know, I was going to pick Texas Tech. Um, I mean, it, it's, 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 it's a hard, it, it is a hard game to pick. Um, you know, I think last, last weekend we kind of saw that, you know, Texas Tech doesn't necessarily have a great defense. Uh, I mean, they held up uh, against Texas pretty well, but, Still, there's one guy that I have to kind of point out, and that is good old Deuce Vaughn, one of the better running backs in the league at the moment. He's like the Brees Hall of this season, if I'm being completely honest. Um, but is he good enough for me to pick Kansas State? <laughs> That's the question, and honestly. I think Texas Tech's uh, air raid is just too much for for Kansas State. I got to pick Texas Tech. Yeah, it's hard to base a pick 
on just one player, right? Like, I mean, you could look at A. Martinez in, in the quarterback and how he played at Oklahoma and Deuce Vaughn, how, 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 how this dual threat kind of played really well last week. And A. Martinez is really good, but we've also known forever that Oklahoma is not known for their defense. They're known for a good offense, but but a terrible defense. Look, Just look at the Georgia-Oklahoma Rose Bowl back in 2017. No good. Not good. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that's I think Texas Tech is the correct pick here. I really wanted to pick Kansas State, and I think Kansas State still has a chance to win this. Uh, I think that I don't think that Kansas if the Kansas State wins, I don't think they cover the spread. I think it'll be close. I think Texas Tech defense is really good. We saw how good they played last week against Texas. So you know we'll we'll see what happens. Moving on. Speaking of Oklahoma, number eighteen Oklahoma at TCU at twelve p.m. We're talking about a lot of noon games here, but this is this will be an interesting one for sure. I guess I'm the first pick for this one. Um, I feel like this is one of the easier ones, to be completely honest. I mean, yeah, TCU is a a pretty decent team and always one of those dark horse teams, but I feel like Oklahoma has kind of peed off a little bit. Uh, And, you know, I think they're going to come back. I mean, Brent Venables is their coach, bro. He doesn't let things go, especially after losing the week before. And I think that they're going to come back and kind of show TCU what, they were supposed to show against Kansas State. I think I think Oklahoma wins this. So I'm not going opposite. I'm definitely picking Oklahoma, but I will disagree with you just a little bit. So Oklahoma, I think this will be a closer game than people will think. Te- uh, Texas Christian University is undefeated right now, three and zero because they had a bye week a couple weeks ago. Oklahoma, same thing, three and one with a loss to K State. Uh, the Horn Frogs have no wins in conference right now they have some pretty convincing wins against some teams though but with you know last last week they only beat smu by a touchdown so it's 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 a difficult pick i already said i'm picking oklahoma and i'm not changing it but i still think that tcu could come out with this i think smu could have been a trap game for them i've been talking about trap games a lot i think it's just something to think about because these teams really i mean we have a lot of big matchups early season right now and, you know, you're trying to play a cupcake and you're trying to get ready for the next week after that against a big, you know, in-conference opponent. And you're trying to win. I think that's what happened to K-State. I think that that could be what happened to TCU. I think TCU could win this, but Oklahoma is going to. So that's that's what I got. Same. I think we're on the same page there, except for how bad it's going to be. But I think I think you're right with the chip on the shoulder. I think Brent Venables is not going to let that go. But I don't think it's going to be as close just because Oklahoma has no defense. And until Brent Venables can recruit guys that are good at defense, they won't. All right, next up, number two, Alabama, and number 20, Arkansas. This is a game I was excited about until Texas A&M beat them. I think that one of the reasons that Texas A&M beat Arkansas is because Arkansas was probably trying to get ready to beat Alabama. If they beat Alabama, Arkansas will be tied for first in the SEC West. If they get the entire season out of the way, then without losing another game, then they're going to the SEC Championship. Do I think Arkansas is going to beat Alabama? No. Bryce Young's too good. The defense looking better at Alabama. Still not much improvement. Will Anderson Jr., great player. Got some other guys in there, but... No, I think Alabama will win this and uh, by at least two touchdowns. Uh, the spread right now is 17, so I don't know if it'll be that close, but I think I'm thinking 10 to 14. 
is what Alabama beats them by. I think that they're going to have a chip on their shoulder after losing to Texas A&M. They're going to want this. Like last year, they're going to get close. It's at Arkansas, which will definitely give them an advantage, but not enough to win the game. Yeah, I feel like um, Arkansas, you know, they're a good team, but I don't think they're good enough to beat Alabama, man. I think Alabama just has too much going for them compared to Arkansas. Arkansas still has some pieces to put together. Uh, yeah, Texas A&M could have been a trap game uh, for them, but even then, I don't think a game right after that against Alabama is is good news for Arkansas, so I got to pick Alabama here. Yeah, and Arkansas has a tough schedule coming up. They got Alabama this weekend, uh, Mississippi State the next weekend, BYU after that. Interesting, but... No, I, I, I don't I still don't think they can beat Alabama. I think it's possible again, you know, but I mean they they came within they came within striking distance last year, only losing by six points at Alabama, which is intense, but this is not the same team. Of course I'm pulling for Alabama to lose. Like I'm pulling for Arkansas. I think we all are, but I, I don't see it happening. Next up we have number nine, Oklahoma State at number sixteen, Baylor at three thirty. So this one's a tough one. I mean, like I said earlier, I feel like Oklahoma State is one of the few teams as well in the um, in the Big 12 uh, with a defense. Uh, meanwhile, their offense isn't as high-functioning as Baylor's is. Um, so it really comes down to who can score, really, which is the point of the whole freaking game of football. Um, but you know, it, it's a, it is a tough one, and I feel like Oklahoma State's a little mad after last year. They don't want a repeat of last year, the game that they should have won, but ended up losing against Baylor. And it's at Baylor. Um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be rough. But I think Baylor ends up going out the win doing my own little uno reverse card there yeah for sure i'm with you i think baylor too just i and i think it's just because oklahoma state does not look like they have any defense which is pretty true spencer sanders great quarterback shaping great quarterback um they have some great weapons but i i ultimately think after looking at baylor's win against iowa state last week and oklahoma state's win against ASU two two weeks ago, 34-17, but they let Central Michigan score 44 on them, so I really don't think they have a defense. Uh, I, I think Baylor wins this kind of handsomely. The spread right now is 2.5 points. Wow, that's actually really close. <laughs> uh, I don't see that. I think Baylor wins by 7. I think Baylor wins by 7, not a field goal. I think 7. I think it may, may be close, but if it's going to be close, it's going to be because Oklahoma State's high-powered offense uh, gets the best of the Baylor defense somehow. Uh, that's the way that they're going to win this game. Next up, number this is a tough one too. Number twenty-two, Wake Forest at number twenty-three, Florida State. Um, I'll go two in a row to go first in the next two games, but I want you to take this one because it's a big ACC in-conference matchup. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, you know, FSU showing up this season, having a pretty good start to the season. Uh, beating LSU for the first game. Uh, and then you know you have you have Wake Forest who just came off of a loss to Clemson, one of the best offenses in the country, uh, and honestly, like I said in the last episode, one of the better teams in the country still, uh, even after a loss against Clemson. Um, this is a tough one. I mean, it's at Florida State. This is 
definitely a hostile environment, especially a, a top 25 matchup. Everybody's going to be there. Um, it's, it's hard. It's tough. Um, but, you know, I have to pick Wake Forest. And it, it's hard for me to do that, but I have to pick Wake Forest. It's unfortunate for the Seminoles having a great start to the season, but I, I don't see them beating this high-powered offense. Yeah, Florida State, an undefeated team, but an undefeated team who hasn't played a lot of people, and the people that they've played, they have not played well on defense. Wake Forest has the better defense. Somehow Florida State has a 73.4 on the FPI, uh, but the spread is correct only by seven. I am picking Wake Forest as well to win this. I do not see Florida State taking this. I think it, I think it could be close, uh, especially if Wake Forest just continues to run up the middle. Uh, but Florida State's defense is not as good as Clemson's, so they probably will have better success doing that up the middle if they do it. <laughs> uh, I think they need some more creative play calling, if you ask me, especially in the run game. But I, I think that I think the Wake Forest pulls this one out. So two more. We're, we're almost done, and I'll I'll go first for these. Iowa State at Kansas at 3.30 p.m. Okay, yeah, that's difficult. <laughs> uh, this one's difficult because these are two teams that one is undefeated, the other one is 3-1. and one. Uh, This is at Kansas. Uh, I don't really know much. Uh, th- last week they had a sold-out game. This is like the first week they sold out in a long time. Uh, but Iowa State la- has a, had a loss last week to Baylor, so again, a little chip on their shoulder. But Kansas, you know, went against Duke by, by eight points. So, you know, Kansas wants it, but do they want it bad enough to go out and beat Iowa State? That is the question. This pick is really difficult. The spread is three and a half, which is pretty true. Even ESP, ESPN FPI, 61.3% in Iowa State's favor. Uh, I'm going to pick the Kansas Jayhawks to come out and beat Iowa State. I, I, I do a gut pick every now and then. That one's probably based on gut because it's a really hard pick to make. I'm going to say Kansas beats Iowa State at Kansas. Unfortunately, I think this undefeated reign of Kansas is coming to an end. I think Iowa State goes in and wins it. I feel like this is one of the tougher opponents that Kansas has faced this season so far, and I I just can't see them pulling an undefeated for this long. Yeah, it's like the Texas Tech pick earlier, man. It's like I'm not confident in it. I really wanted to pick Kansas State, but here I'm and I'm not confident in Kansas. So I'm picking one of the Kansas schools today. Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen or not because Iowa State got pretty close against Baylor. Uh, Iowa or Kansas hasn't really played anybody. So, oh man, it's just so tough. I mean, they beat Houston pretty good though. And then they took West Virginia into overtime and won 55 to 42. So, I mean, Kansas, Kansas seems like they want this. So I'm, I was thinking about changing my pick, but I'm going to stick with Kansas. If they want it bad enough, they'll go out there and get it. So, Last game we're talking about, interesting one, two two and two teams, a lot of twos there, but battle of the twos apparently, uh, West Virginia at Texas at 7.30, I have to go first again, so uh, in- interesting to say the least, uh, this is 85.1% in Texas's favor and a nine and a half spread, uh, Texas I don't think West Virginia, like West Virginia is, is good, but it's at Texas. Uh, we saw what the atmosphere looked like against Alabama. We know what that stadium is capable of doing. So I'm going to say Texas. Yeah. You see, it's unfortunate because I've been saying this for a while now, JT Daniels just ain't it. I think that 
<laughs> well, I disagree. I think I I think JT Daniels is it. I think it's the people around him. They need to go better at recruiting. I mean, they had a good win last week against Virginia Tech, 33-10. to They played really well, but you just have to continue to do that. Beat Towson 65-7, to but a loss to Kansas and a loss to Pitt. So you just have to come out and winning games. And I don't even think it's – I think it's more defense than it is anything. I don't think it's – I don't think it's JT Daniels. I mean, if you really think that, and that's on you, but – Nah, I'm just messing with you. I just, I, 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 I've never understood the big hype over JT Daniels, so I'm just messing with you. Well, even as a Georgia fan, I don't really either. I mean, he was good while he was there, but like Stetson Bennett is better than JT Daniels, especially this season. I don't know, man. And you know, I feel like JT Daniels doesn't really have. I mean, he has weapons, but not weapons to pull him out. You know, like he did at Georgia. Uh, meanwhile, you know. Is it Sam Ewers again? I feel I feel like I heard something saying that he was back, but I know he's still pretty badly injured. So um, it will be Hudson Card. Yeah. So I think. Oh yeah, I, I still think Hudson Card is still one of uh, a, a good quarterback, and I think that he would he would win this matchup easy against the West Virginia defense, who's kind of non-existent. I mean, they were existent versus Virginia Tech, but that's. Virginia Tech so I I got Texas here yeah and I think that's a really good pick but ultimately great lineup college football ready to get into it tonight against with Washington versus UCLA a lot of great matchups tomorrow and there was a lot that we couldn't include in this you know I mean we got uh Oregon and USC playing some good games against some opponents and some other games we want to talk about but obviously we don't have that much time (laughs) so got 10 games for you hope you enjoy talking about it and uh we'll see you next week to talk about them uh you can check out our Instagram to see our pick records and our top 15 ranking that we release every week uh same thing on Facebook and uh subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're on if you're not on YouTube if you're listening to this on Spotify or on Facebook uh, yeah, go check out our YouTube channel. we got a lot of premium content on there that you can go see that we don't release on Spotify, Instagram, or Facebook. So, yeah, go check it out there. But, yeah, we will see you next week. And always remember. No matter what team you pull for, if you're on God's side, you're always on the winning team. Romans 5.8 tells us that while we were still sinners, while we were still the enemies of God, he sent his only son to die for us. Not because we were anything special and we were great people, but because we were sinners in need of saving and God in his mercy and his love took the sacri- sent his son to die for us as a sacrifice to show his love for us. If you ever want to talk about anything, you can always let us know if you're struggling or you just want to, you know, talk. You know, we're always here. We'll talk football. We'll talk Jesus. We'll talk the gospel. Just know that if you don't have that, you need them. So, yeah, hit us up on Facebook, Messenger, Instagram, DM. Leave a comment on this YouTube video. We're praying for our listeners. We'll always get back to you, and we're praying for y'all. So, heck yeah. Go dogs. Bye-bye. Later. Later.